Welcome to Work, Rest, Slay, the podcast for the Image Business Club, hosted by me, Melanie Morris. This podcast is all about the real secret sauce that goes into building and sustaining a successful career. And sustainability is a word you'll hear a lot of today, as my guest is Pat Kane, founder of Reusey, a business that has evolved to become a whole hub for environmental living and awareness. Reusey exists in both the real and virtual worlds, with pop-ups, some very cool in-store concessions and a busy online presence. Pat has and continues to source and curate beautiful products to enhance our lives in an environmentally sound way. She also consults with businesses and organisations on how to up their sustainability credentials and her voice, both vocal and written, will be a familiar one to consumers of Irish media. Before we begin, can I mention this podcast is sponsored by One Nutrition, an Irish brand that makes good nutrition easy with a range of supplements to support the demands of daily life. One Nutrition will only ever use ethically sourced premium pure ingredients, all of which come with certified quality assurance. Find their colourful and sustainable packs on shelves in your local health store or in pharmacies nationwide and check out One Nutrition on Instagram at weareonenutrition. And finally, just before we start, it would be so appreciated if you'd hit subscribe on this podcast, rate us and if you have a moment, leave a review. But now back to today. Pat Kane, so firstly, congratulations on your nomination for the Sustainability Champion for the 2022 Image PwC Businesswoman of the Year Awards. Thank you very much. Big category, new category. Yeah, very exciting. Like it's a, it's great to see sustainability going mainstream, media channels, awards and whatnot. So delighted. But this is very much your time. Mm, yeah, I think timing was Great. Yeah, no, you absolutely. Know? <laughs> well, congratulations. But I think it's incredible how um, the appetite seems to be growing and growing. And there seems to be influence not only out of, um, you know, a corporate responsibility, but also there's an individual hunger coming through with the whole sustainability message at the moment, isn't there? Big time. I think, you know, if we were to sit on our hands and wait for government, lawmakers, business, big, corp- big corp, as they say, you know, to do something about it, that would be too late. Mm-hmm. So we, we do have a responsibility. You know, we need to remember, and I'm always saying that my business motto is the power of one, which is like one person, one day at a time, one small step, one better planet. And um, so we have the power. We got the power mm-hmm. and the power is called wallet. Wallet. So basically, you know, it's being it's using our money wisely, making better, more conscious choices, supporting businesses that are genuinely trying, not like conscious collections here and there, mm. you know, but they are throughout their supply chain, the, the extraction of raw materials and, you know, co- distribution, transportation, etc. Everything's they are trying their best. Mm. And I think you need you know, we need to remind ourselves that we hold the power. Yeah. Yeah. No, we do. And actually, as you say, the power of one is great because I think if one analyzes something too much or gets too caught into a whole back channel or whatever, you can just do your best every day. That's it. That's it. Small changes. You know, we're not asking people to go out there and, you know, sit outside McDonald's or whatever. One of those big soda 
mm-hmm. uh, companies. Yeah. You know, uh, we're just saying, do the best you can. The stuff you're bringing into your home, the way you're feeding your family, you know, minding your mind, because we re- need to remember that sustainability goes beyond the trees and the forest and the turtles and all of that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all about you and I. Yeah. When we thrive, our planet thrives. You know, I'm always using Rio, where I'm from, and we'll talk about that, mm-hmm. as the analogy here, because someone leaving in a very low-income area, as Lum, you know, yeah. they they cannot be thinking about organic food. No. They're not thinking about their organic tote bag. You know, they're or thinking about... in a war zone, unfortunately. Oh, no, war zone, yeah. like to bring yeah. it closer to home here. Yeah. You know, um, you know, so we need to make sure the planet is heal, healing and we're all doing well. We have fair and just opportunities, etc., in order for us to look after the planet. So it encompasses much more than nature, yeah. if you know what I mean, natural world. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's start with you. Because the power of one, and you are one very powerful lady, um, Pat. Uh, tell us about the accent. You've told us a little bit about where you're from, but yeah. how did you end up in Dublin? Yeah, it's a big, big, long story, <laughs> long, as I like to say. <laughs> so I'm originally from Rio, Brazil, yeah. And uh, when I was 23, which is a long time ago, um, I went to work for an Irish business in the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. So a telecommunications business. I went to Jamaica. So spent a bit of time in Jamaica, loved it, um, met some of my best friends here in Dublin today, of course, the DJ girls, as we call ourselves. We then um, moved so on. So you were Digicel. Digicel, yeah. exactly. Sorry, should have mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, met my husband there in the meantime, and both of us then were transferred to Honduras. Spent three years there, moved on to Panama for more one more year. I loved it as well. The whole thing was great. And we decided then it was time to change things a little bit. We got married in the meantime mm-hmm. over those six years or so. Um, and we said, right, let's try and go to Rio. But Stephen, my husband, he's from Monaghan. I like to say he's a surfer from mm-hmm. a landlocked county, <laughs> you know, uh, but he is. He loves surfing. And so he landed on his feet when he met me, you know, from Rio. We live by the sea. Uh, my mom, of course. And um, we decided that, look, it, you know, it's hard for him. No Portuguese. He yeah. couldn't speak the language, right? Didn't know. So and he, we were given jobs here by the same people we used to work over there. Mm-hmm. which They just said, look, come work with us, you right. know, and we're like, fine. So we landed in Dublin in 2011 and we've been here since. So you, you Reusey wasn't your first business venture. Well, in the sense that you arrived over to Ireland, but you didn't go straight to become an entrepreneur. Oh, no, 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 no. So I was in tel- telecoms for approximately 10 years there in total. Decided I wanted to do something different because mm-hmm. I hadn't seen anything from college that was not related to a phone. You know, I went through everything, the Nokias, Blackberries, all the way to iPhones. So saw it all. And when I heard of this company called Paddy Power, I was like, wow, what is this? Mm-hmm. You know, I am not a gambler. So mm-hmm. I wasn't familiar at all with the whole thing. But everybody kept saying to me, it's a great company to work with in Ireland. You know, you should try and funnily enough, they were looking for someone to work in online marketing in their commercial team, looking after, you know, different deals with football clubs and, you know, websites and all of that. Yeah. So very interesting role. Uh, and again, online marketing, right, where it was really starting to be a big, big thing when I arrived. And I said, fine, see what happens. But you didn't have a huge amount of experience in, in gambling. Zero. Yeah. Yeah. Zero. 
But it, it was an amazing experience at the end. You know, I spent almost three years in Paddy Power and left to join Betfair uh-huh. as a head of international markets. Wow. So which was a great job. A lot of traveling involved. In the meantime, as I was on my gardening leave, they merged. Betfair and Paddy uh-huh. Power. Okay. And uh, I went back to my same floor, same oh office, you know, with lots of familiar faces, which was so interesting. And um, basically worked for for that role for a while and then because of the merger things were changing and lots of teams were emerging new areas and departments and all and they said look we need a customer experience team uh, pat you want to do it because i have this mishmash if you're going to my linkedin you see i have a mishmash of experiences different teams and you know what mm-hmm. cultural differences and all and i said sure but what do we want to do and they're like mm, here's the pen and the paper off you go and i was like oh neither businesses have had a, like a little customer experience team before yeah so it was from scratch like day one dot 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 you know what do we do blank and sheet of paper blank sheet so i became director of customer experience there for the group and that was my last role for party Park betfair as a group right mm. what's called today the flutter entertainment group and um, it was amazing mm-hmm. it's a it's a department that i fell in love with you know i had to rapidly learning learn about so much and um, you must have had a big team with you as well didn't i you? had a good team yeah i had a good team um again different backgrounds because nobody in there had worked with that before and i was fishing from different departments i was like you 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 come in um and it was wonderful like so this is what makes you a good entrepreneur you are agile and you can move as you need to move yeah maybe and i'm curious i think that helps you know it's just like give it these a go and see what happens yeah yeah you know my my i like to think that my cv is a bunch of like i'll give it a go (laughs) see what happens that's your underneath (laughs) your linkedin exactly i'll give it a go so how did reusey start then so reusey so as i said to you my husband he's a surfer Mm -hmm. he's a very like chilled guy very minimalist you know like um both of us were doing really well when we moved to ireland we bought our first house we live in fox rock um and we were doing really well keeping things to a minimum right like you know we would buy what we needed not too much food not too little just what we need etc all of that mm. um we both traveled a lot with work and we were like okay we, we can't be buying bottles of water yeah. or you know sandwiches that are wrapped in it layers and layers of plastic yeah. and whatnot so we we were making small changes here and there which was great we had our first baby then and I always say babies equal love, but also rubbish, right? Because there's so much rubbish that comes with a child, mm. you know, nappies, wipes, lovely, but unwanted gifts mm. and whatnot, right? So we said, enough. A lot of plush. <laughs> a lot of plush. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, look, enough. We need to do better. So we run what I like to call the, our life audit, mm-hmm. you know, and we try to identify what areas are there that we could do better you know think of you know working like again traveling can we travel less you know obviously that's a big thing or if we do travel how can we do it lighter you know a baby what do we do with this little kid that just arrived here and is messing things around the poor thing Mm -hmm. you know kitchen you know how can we avoid food waste and so on and so bathroom oh my god bathroom there's a million things that you can do and we started, we started like with blood in our eyes. And I like to say it was an epic fail because we tried too much all together. And we were like, Ugh, Is this with your own personal home? Audit? Yeah, personal right. home. 
overwhelmed. A few things were like, this is not for us. Maybe not. I don't know. And we're like, keep going. So we became, at the end of the day, what I like to say, we became the weird friends. You know, people are like, oh, where'd you learn this? Or are you cleaning stuff with vinegar? That's a bit gross. It smells bad or whatever. Mm. And uh, I carry like these like suppose title with a lot of you know it's a, as a badge of honor yeah because i'm like no but we are trying you look it's for our planet you know and some of this stuff was just okay it wasn't too bad um but then i was like look time went by like time passed and you know i went back to work steven was working etc and i said okay something's just not sitting right with me mm-hmm. i had to buy sustainable products but i had to go to farmer markets tiny little shops or online, like a collection of different shops, a lot of Amazon, which is not what you want when mm-hmm. you're trying to be sustainable. Um, and I said, enough. Like, I have a problem here, which is I can't find everything I want in one place. Mm. And the stuff I find is beige, stainless steel made from granola and coconut yeah, oil. Yeah. And I'm not interested in that vibe. Yeah. Okay. I want pretty things, but still ethically made, sustainably sourced, good for the planet and mm-hmm. pretty. Why mm. not? Life's too short. So I said, you know, I got pregnant again and I said, this is the time, you know, I already had a child. What could go wrong? So this you is know? baby number two. Number two. And yeah. you launched a business at the same time. Yeah. So That's that was perfect timing. Pat. Oh, listen, but I thought what could go wrong? <laughs> hey, I can yeah. tell you. <laughs> no, it was fine. You know, um, I started working every night. I would come home, sit there again, blank piece of paper, you know, and think blank sheet of paper mm-hmm. and think, OK, right. What do we want to do here? Mm-hmm. You know, Reusy was the name totally inspired on my granny because she could talk to everybody. And mm-hmm. we joked that she had some sort of universal language going. Esperanto in that case, uh, which is a universal language back from the yeah. 70s. It failed to unite the nations, but it, the concept was good. Mm. And I said, mm, we always joke about Esperanto. What does reuse means in Esperanto? And it means reusing. Right? Ah, okay. So that's nice. where it comes from. So I knew I had a name and I knew what I wanted. And I was like, but where do I get the product? Mm-hmm. And mind you, that was only five years ago. I was going to ask. So this was 2017. Yeah. Right. And wasn't, but it's only five years ago, yet it's, you know, it's decades it's in another so way. It's so different. Mm. It, it's crazy, right? Um, and I started sourcing things, testing things, etc. So with a big bump of 40 weeks, I launched the website on May, May the 4th. And then May the 9th, Tom, uh, Connor arrived. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And uh, we got orders on the way to Hollow Street. Stop. From strangers. And I, I, I just get goosebumps telling yeah. you. Because, you know, I was like, Stephen, who is whatever, Mary Jane? And yeah. he's like, I don't know. I was like, does she work with you? Like, is it a colleague or something? Do I know this person? He's like, I don't think we know. I was like, oh, my God, we're getting orders from strangers. It's a real customer. A real, a real customer. <laughs> yeah. It's not yeah, a yeah, friend yeah. just like, oh, well done, tap on the back. Yeah. You know? So, and from there never stopped. On the 18th of May, I was doing my first market out of control. My mom was at home here with, uh, with the boys, yeah. minding the boys for me. And I was like, mom, I have to do it. was in Dalkey Castle. And um, she's like, are you sure? Can you? I was like, yeah, 100%, it's fine. And there I was standing like, oh my oh God, my what God. have I done? With 30 little products, all based on my own consumption, like your cups, your bottles, you know, nothing major. Um, and then from there... The, the rest is history. So you started off with an an edit of your favorite products. Exactly. Uh, and now how many products would well, you have online? We have like over 1,200 products. Oh, yeah. my God. And where do you warehouse them all? 
We warehouse them on in Fox Rock Village, believe it or not. But There's not at a, home. Not at home. Right. No. Uh, but thankfully, it's very near me. Um, and I can literally walk there in two seconds. I'm there. Um, and yeah, it's amazing. Wow. Great. So obviously, um, the, the snowball rolled. You started finding a few products. You found more and more and more. What percentage would be Irish products? And so right now, if you look at our new, like just in, con, uh, yeah. you know, bit of the website, I would say we have 70% Irish, which is great, you wow. know, very difficult to find because it's not about finding an Irish product. It's about finding an Irish product made by a business that really cares, put the work in, in terms of like avoiding packaging, looking for decent raw materials coming from you know a place where people are treated fairly yeah. so it's not just like oh it's an Irish business then it's okay mm-hmm. you know because I do get some requests or like oh can I send you some products you want to try would love to stock and I'm like okay but first you have to answer a few questions we have a process an integrity process mm. as we call and um, it's a big long questionnaire that every supplier gets and if they want to work with us we need to it's an x-ray of their business from a sustainability point of view right it's a great idea yeah. that other people could probably totally. copy from you you yeah, know i yeah. mean if you, you another business's list may not be as comprehensive as yours but even yeah. if the list had a dozen things on it it's a step in the again, right direction again the power of one right we can make a difference it regardless if it's one or a thousand we can make a difference yeah just to know what, what you're bringing in and buying and selling you know to know that that is fair you mm. know it's fairly put together in all senses human planet you know everything so you have that process yeah. for irish businesses and obviously international and abroad, ones yeah, as well yeah, yeah. yeah and do at this stage a lot of people must be contacting you yeah we get a lot brown yeah. thomas helped quite a lot to be honest you know the minute we went in there to do the pop-up and all of that that helped so you're in dundrum yeah it's just a pop-up mm-hmm. uh, for now and um it's but been who great knows but who knows where it might go yeah but um, no, but the reality is from the get go, I was very lucky. I got reviews on the radio very early, you know, early stages of the business. We launched in May. In August, we had radio ads, which was amazing. And from there, it was people start getting in touch. Mm. You know, oh, I make shampoo bars or I make candles or I make these, I make that. And I'm like, oh, OK. Mm-hmm. So things accelerated really fast. Um, I did tons of markets events yeah. fairs and all so of that. you would literally just turn up with literally. boxes of product yeah i had a, a rule of four suitcases so always four suitcases and uh, i had an edit of what was on the website and that was that and we did like all the tech businesses you know your christmas markets all you can think of oh it, it's exhausting but it was amazing again to meet other makers other business business owners yeah. etc so so would you literally sit online scan see where the markets were available and, just, um, and book a slot book a at space. the beginning yeah mm. and then after people start getting in touch oh i have a barbecue summer barbecue happening in ratfarno castle do you want to come in or whatever you know like and yeah so now i don't really do that mm-hmm. like we just wait and see what comes to us yeah you know but the reality is melanie i am cutting back a lot on that sort of thing because the business is very well established online you know we have a little vision for the year for 2020 Mm -hmm. 2022 for example we have a vision on where we want to go so these are locked in which is great um and i'm focusing a lot on my corporate side of things that was my next question because obviously that came next on the site Mm, can you tell us a little bit about what you do on that front yeah so basically what i wanted to do there was 
I wanted Reusey to have a bunch of beautiful products, good for you, good for the planet and all of that stuff. Great. But I didn't want you to buy a bottle just because it was pretty, mm. you know, or a cup or whatever. I wanted, the, I wanted you to know, you know, what happens here in Ireland, that 22,000 coffee cups going into, into the bin every hour, for example. You know, one million app is going to the bin every 24 hours and all of those things. I wanted people to understand. I want, like, again, five years ago only, but five years ago, feels like an eternity, you know, um, people, we were reading things on the paper and we didn't understand five years ago only, mm. you know, we were reading blogs and websites and things were a bit more scientific. There wasn't like day to day, just normal. Let's have a chat. Mm. Yeah. So what I wanted to do with, with Reusey was to turn it into a sustainable, I suppose, a sustainable living educational hub. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In the sense that, yeah, you can find the products. That's great. But also you can educate yourself, you know, and um, because of that, then as I launched the business, I went studying, mm -hmm. you know, I joined Cambridge University and I did a few courses with them because I wanted to get formal, formal education. I didn't want just to learn from a cute Instagram post. So what, were you, what, what was the category? What was the title of what you were studying? Uh, business leadership, sustainability and then circular economy. Right. Great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the idea being, let me understand what's going on, actually, you know, get a little foundation. And I keep going out there and doing a few different courses. You know, the last one I did was this Australian author on all things low tox. So, you know, what you put in your skin, what you eat, your home, etc. How can you be more low in toxins, right, that you bring in? So I keep like, I suppose, refreshing that knowledge because it is still, it's not new, but mm -hmm. in the way that I see, which is like easy to digest, you know, understanding, relatable, you know, that sort of way, I think it is still very new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So with this knowledge, what do you do with the corporates and what do you do with your private yes. clients? So what I do is when it comes to private clients, we do one to one consultations and mm -hmm. um, I will I will either run run for them a house audit which is literally what I did for myself, mm -hmm. obviously in a much more structured way. You know, uh, I would spend time with them, go into their homes, open their fridges and it's like, okay, let's talk. Mm -hmm. And very like transparent. There's no mm -hmm. judgment, right? Let's talk about how, how can you do better? It can be an individual. It can be a family of six. It can be anybody. Mm -hmm. um, so that's what we do. And then the majority of what we do with people like individuals, individuals mm -hmm. and in corporate, I would have workshops and talks, which is great. And that's nonstop. Up. Um, I would do a lot of strategy work. I'm starting a big one on Friday now. It's a big developer. They wanted to discuss ESG. They wanted to discuss you know, environment, <laughs> social and governance. Yeah. yeah. So different goals. Mm -hmm. um, so it's policy. Basically, we're going to discuss, you know, internal comms, employee engagement and that sort of thing. So that is where I'm sitting at. at the moment. So you're doing a lot of handholding with that because I know yeah. ESG, environmental social governance, is something that a lot of businesses are going to have to audit up, and yeah, report yeah. to. Yeah. So you will consult with the business to try and point out where, where these factors are going to yeah. need to be reported and how they can improve yeah. their situation. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly it. So we look into where they are at now. You know, like obviously there's a bunch of sessions that happen with their staff to try and figure it out right 
what can we do better? Because I don't know the nitty gritty of each business mm. I go into, right? So I need the staff to tell me. Mm. We will put together a green team or whatever it is that suits the business that yeah. in question. And then from there, we'll, we'll set goals, KPIs, we'll implement and then monitor that progress. Brilliant. This yeah. is a long way away from a funky water bottle. Oh, listen, it's a long way <laughs> but away. But both are equally important. Yeah, it is. <laughs> no, totally. It's the power of one and then the power of many. Mm. <laughs> and you do these talks also for organizations as well as businesses don't you for societies and for social groups yeah i do community groups schools you know i worked with a lot of schools um so basically whoever wants to listen Mm. i'm happy to talk you do parties for people we do the eco party sorry i forgot about that yeah so the eco parties is basically like it started as a joke some one of my friends she was like pat such and such is having a hand party do you think you could come in and talk about sustainability ha 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 and i was like I could totally do that. Mm. And she's like, really? I was like, yeah, let's try. So we literally have organic wine, vegan tapas, you know, and there's me talking about the planet. Eco-strolls. Oh, literally, the whole shebang. <laughs> and we're literally talking about sustainability in the middle of a, ha- a hand, you know. And Brilliant. obviously the bride was very much into it. Yeah. So that helped. But I've done like yoga studios, you know, like just a party at the end of the day for people who want to hang around. And then we talk. In a very, again, relatable way, because there's no point in me throwing jargons at people. You know, they are there also to have fun. And I want them to think sustainability is fun Mm. because... But also, it's a nice way, and especially now with offices reopening and things, if people want to do team building events or whatever, it's maybe slightly less... um, organized fun uh, than some things and equally it's a little bit more um beneficial than just having pizza and beer oh so it kind of fits in quite you can have your pizza and beer but you can learn to dispose of your wrappers better maybe (laughs) let's learn how to compost that pizza box you know well you see this is i must say i was looking at your website the other day and i couldn't get over your plastic bottle bricks Oh, the eco bricks. This is so clever. Yeah. Can you explain that a little bit more? Yeah, so eco bricks. So that's a UK initiative, right? Um, so eco bricks are literally Coca Cola bottles that yeah. have been emptied, clean and dried, right? Um, and we would stuff them with soft plastics. So the idea is not really to create anything because mm. you don't want them to exist, first of all. Yeah. But the idea is they will exist we use soft plastics invariably right yeah. we'll use them so we'll stuff those bottles with soft plastics as you know, much as you can as much as you can cut in tiny little bits stuff them they're heavy they will be a heavy little brick and with that you can put a few together mm-hmm. and one you can highlight highlight that hello you have a problem you mm-hmm. know you're generating way too much soft plastic or just waste in general it's a way to highlight that and then two because they're already there and they will sadly last forever do you set them in concrete you can either set them in concrete some people do there are projects all over latin america doing it there i have pictures of one in panama that was incredible they built literally homes with this thing but you can also build like footstools or little benches, garden furniture, uh, raised beds for, you know, mm. if you're growing veggies and stuff like that. Yeah, you can it's well it. worth going it's a break. to the Reusey website and seeing it because yeah. I know we all we all think that because we saw a report on the news one day saying that the recycling plants are taking soft plastics. We think that's an excuse. Then, then fine. Yeah. But we all no. know that that's not really the way. So to be able to actually 
find a way of finding a use for stuff that will probably never really be recycled. Yeah, exactly. It's incredible. It my really d- is. My dream is to find an organization out there, an NGO, someone who will take them and actually make furniture out of them mm. and then maybe sell, you know, because at the moment it's up to the individuals. Again, you know, we need to figure out what to do with mm. our bricks. There's nobody really taking them in. Mm. And then the pandemic obviously slowed things down. But my dream is to get like a society going on or something. The, yeah. You know, the brick society. <laughs> I don't because know. you haven't got enough going on. Oh, well. Pat, tell me, um, does it bother you as much as it bothers me that all the um, the restrictions have been pushed pushed away? We can all do whatever we want, but you still cannot use a keep cup in a coffee shop. Yeah, it bothers me. It bothers me. I hear that, like, I've been asking around, and like, my local coffee shop, obviously, they know me, and you know, so Mm -hmm. they would never say that to me, Mm -hmm. but I know that they are taking cups. So I know that a lot of them are already taking cups. But what I'm saying to people is like, okay, the way you're going to be a rebel here is going to, you're going to say, I want it in a mug. Just give it to me in a mug. And you're going to pour into your own cup then, in front of them, staring at them. But I want it in a china, like, you know, a, a, yeah. not a paper disposable not, I don't whatever. want dispose. I want to have yeah. it here. So, sorry, you're going to have to wash that cup. Oh, that's but a good yeah. idea. Yeah. But definitely, I get that some of the baristas, they're just obviously doing what they're told. Of course. And it's not great. But whoever's telling them, come on, guys, you know, mm. enough, enough. This is past. This moment you know, is past. We have we- like 60,000 people in a stadium. I'm pretty sure it's okay. To hold someone's keep cup, keep yeah. cup, you know. Yeah, it's it. It really bothers me because you know I think mm. we all we were all getting into the habit of using keep cups. Yeah. When this all stopped yeah, two exactly. years ago, and now I think it's time to. But there is a rebellion out there. People are like, the more we talk about it, the better. And you know, just tell people, get your coffee in a mug, a real mug. Yeah. Yeah. And then just literally pour it in and give them back the mug. Mm. Because I was in one chain a while ago and they said, oh, no, we're taking keep cups again. And I was going like, oh, my God, this is brilliant. OK, you're going to be my new people. And I was they hand the next time I went in, they handed me the coffee in a paper cup and said, no, you can pour that into your own. What? And I was going like, oh, God. And, and also this particular chain have gold on their prod on their cups. Yeah, and I'm going no. like that. You can't even recycle. No, that. you can't. Before we move on to the next section, can I mention that we at Image would like to thank One Nutrition for their sponsorship of Work, Rest, Slay. The One Nutrition plant-based supplement range includes next-generation formulations in superfoods, wellness and immunity to support the demands of daily life. Ask about Irish brand One Nutrition at your local health store or pharmacies nationwide. You can also follow One Nutrition on Instagram at WeAreOneNutrition. Can I um, ask you to tell us then, you mentioned um, Brown Thomas and the beautiful, beautiful pop-up you have in Dundrum, but that's not your first concession or retail collaboration, is it? Tell us about the one you have in Galway. Yes, so we've been very fortunate to work with this crowd in Galway. They're called Joyce's Supermarkets. Mm -hmm. They're 70 years old, believe it or not. They are, I think, Irish, the longest standing Irish independent supermarket chain. Mm-hmm. If I said that in the right order. Wow. You know, yeah. um, um, so I've, I met Ashling, who is the operations director there, part of the family, through going for growth. 
obviously I love going for growth and we can talk about that mm-hmm. but I met Ashling and we decided to talk we're like look let's have a chat could we do something and she said Pat we just think enough is enough we want to do something better mm. we want to get into sustainability would you help us with that so I said sure so I put together a big plan for them on how to improve their operations behind the scenes uh, you know I walked around the supermarkets just taking notes and talking to staff da, 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 doing the whole audit mm. let's call it and uh, I handed over to them as a big piece of work and I'm very proud of that and um, we also then launched our concession so we have we have 10 meters of wall which is pretty good that's big it's a decent size yeah. and and in there we're offering our best sellers in terms of eco essentials so you're thinking of your cleaning products your wash you know washing up like brushes and scourers and whatnot we're talking about personal care mm-hmm. you know shampoo bars soaps menstrual products that you know they were not available there before like pants and you know cups and that yeah. sort of thing we are offering a bit of home office bits and stationery. Nice. Um, kids, toys, balloons, biodegradable, and etc. And then lastly, on the go, of course, your, your stainless steel bottles, your cups, uh, lunch boxes, etc. Brilliant. So, yeah, it's great. And is that in the Knocknacara? Knocknacara, yeah, just close to Salt Hill, beautiful area. And just a big, so big store. Beautiful. It's gorgeous. So you'll find everything you want there, exactly. including all your easy which, bits. Which is amazing, right? Yeah. And it's so funny, Melanie, because before our pop-up in there, I used to think, how come people are not coming to our shop and then shopping in the supermarket for whatever else they need? But when you are in there, Mm. It's so handy, you know, and I could, I watch when I'm there, I'm watching the behavior of customers, you know, walking by, they have their fruits, they, whatever produce that they buy, whatever food. And they're like, oh yeah, and I need a soap. So it's all there, makes life like so much easier. Yeah, and it's probably more intuitive and that's the way we should be shopping. That's it. We shouldn't be going to the reuse, well, I don't mean reuse shop, but you know what I yeah, mean, the special yeah. shop to get these things. It should be everywhere. Something that's quite it should intuitive. be accessible, affordable. Yeah. You know, I got this feedback from a local customer there and she said, hey, guys, on social media, right? Mm-hmm. So she was talking to Reusey. She was like, hey, guys, um, you know, I just wanted to let you know we love the corner. My kids only want to shop in the green corner, quote unquote, because we do have these like evergreen plant going on. up, And, you know, you can see that we're doing the pro- the 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 hard bit of work on behalf of the customer. Mm-hmm. You know, they know that that corner, for sure, they can trust that yeah. everything is in, that's in there has been tested by myself, my children, my husband, my friend, my staff. You know, they, they can be sure that it's being properly sourced and we know where they, those things are coming from. Yeah. So it's a safe space. You know, yeah. uh, so the hard work has been done. Off you mm. go, guys. You know, Pat, can I ask you? I mean, obviously, the big audit sounds slightly terrifying, and maybe it's something one would need to gear up for. But if we wanted to make three small changes in our homes, could you give us some tips? Yeah, of course. I mean, that wouldn't tax us too much, but that would make a difference. Yeah. So I would focus on your bathroom and your kitchen and I would start with what you have mm-hmm. so you don't have to buy anything new okay so one if you are doing your customer your grocery shopping every week mm-hmm. you know try and shop less but more often and try to plan I know it sounds like you know a nightmare oh food planning like mm. you know like meal planning what a nightmare but it's not turns out that research there's a research that has been done here in Ireland the Irish household 
gravitate towards 20 different meals every year. Yeah. You know, and I can think of the classics, your shepherd's pie, your bolognese or whatever mm-hmm. they are for you. Yeah. You know, um, so think of those and try to always have enough to to have a few meals put together. You're not going to run out of food, but also you're not going to waste food that you're like, why did I buy that? Yeah. You know, yeah. three for two or whatever that the offers that they do, you yeah. know. So... Food waste is a huge thing. You are buying food anyways. I'm not telling you to buy anything you don't need or you don't know if you need. Just do better mm-hmm. at that, number one. Okay. okay? So plus you're, you're going to save money. You're mm-hmm. not going to be wasting food, right? Mm. Two is look at your bathroom, right? Obviously, again, wouldn't be sustainable, sustainable of me to tell you to just like, you know, bin everything you have that's toxic and covered in plastic. No, no, no. Use up everything to the max, you know, make sure. Don't be out there, oh, this new toothpaste yeah. launched and it promised I'll look like, you know, Tom Cruise smile. It's like, yeah. you're, not gonna, you're not going to, honey. Yeah. So just <laughs> use what you have yeah, yeah. all the way till the end and make sure that, you know, you make the most of what you have. And then once you are done with those products and you do feel like you need to replace them, for sustainable options, hey, we're here to help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And number three is to do with your energy consumption. Okay. Which so is in everyone's interest right now. It's in everyone's interest, and you will do it anyways. Again, like your food shop, I'm not telling you to get out of, go out of your way. You know, be mindful. You know, I'm gonna say energy and water. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you know, showers we take for granted. You know, um, the amount of water we just sit there. We okay. We're all tired. We have sore backs. Da, da, da. but like just be mindful you're mm. there to clean yourself out off you go lie down if you want to rest or whatever mm-hmm. don't be wasting water you know and the same goes for washing cars you know try and do with like less water look for a way waterless car wash service there's so many of them around dublin mm. or ireland even and the same goes for your energy you know don't like switch off the lights basic you know like Mm. if you're gonna use your dishwasher or your washing machine make sure it's a full load you know again mindful of those little steps that you will do anyways again not telling you to buy anything new yeah you know it's all about looking at what you're doing today and thinking can i do this better choose one thing one thing you know it's your liquid gel versus a soap bar tiny yeah but so easy you know so finish off the liquid gel and then the next time you're buying buy a soap bar that's exactly yeah Yeah. okay no no that's and we can all do that and tell me pat you know as a businesswoman and for somebody that obviously has come from big organizations where there was people to do everything they switched off the lights for you yeah (laughs) and now you are an entrepreneur you have maybe a small team how do you find the energy every morning to wake up and push forward do I? Okay. <laughs> well, I I like to think that what I'm doing with Reusey and you know myself and the and the girls like we are a team. Mm. We're a small team, but we're very focused. And I like to think that we're not waking up to leave someone else's dream. You know, we're leaving our dream. Yeah. You know, I certainly am leaving my dream. You know, and these literally it keeps pushing me forward. You know, um, to know that what I'm doing is not. You know, I'm not getting people completely addicted to, you know, like a type of drink or sugar, sugar <laughs> or do you know what I mean? Mm, like, mm. I, like it's a great mission. So I'm like, OK, I I'm helping. I wake up and I think, OK, I'm, I'm going to do my bit today again. You know, yeah. um, keep myself educated. I read a lot. I love reading mm-hmm. anyways, but I read a lot about this sort of thing. And um, I suppose, yeah, that's how. 
And what do you consider your strengths to be? Okay, my <laughs> strengths are uh, I am a I like to say I'm a, a creator doer. Yeah, I love creating stuff. Mm-hmm. I love being a, you know obviously the business. It's been an amazing journey, and you know like just learning the good and the bad because it's not always like you know beautiful rainbows mm-hmm. and stars. Um, but also doing things, you know, mm. like, okay, I have this idea. How can I do it? It could be a tiny little partnership, a giveaway that I'm excited about because mm-hmm. I admire the other business. Or it could be a pop-up in like Ireland's largest department store. Yeah, yeah. You know, I love the creation process. I'm very creative, I think, in that sense. Um, I am a people's person. I am a girl's girl. You know, I, I would be, I would feed off a lot from other other people's energies I think so I love working in teams and it's funny because we have a small team so going into Brown Thomas for example or Joyce's you know they have obviously bigger teams Mm. and it's great to feel a part of it I miss that you learn something new don't you yeah yeah and I I I miss that I think you know I love this connection you know so again I think the the whole teamwork is a strength of mine and lastly uh, and that will be a good thing and a bad thing you know I'm very transparent I like things done properly and yeah. done once. Um, and, you know, I have a very strong sense of integrity. So you will know straight away if I like something or someone or not. Um, so you don't have a game face. Is I that don't. what you're saying? What she sees, what you get. Okay. And I think that's a good thing. Yeah. Because we don't have time for that, you know, faffing around. So it's like, just give me, just give it to me straight. Mm-hmm. You know. So where do you seek help and assistance then? In what areas of the business do you? Which look. one? Sorry. Where, where, where do you, so what skills do you look for in your team? Oh, of course. So I look for obviously someone who is interested in sustainability, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we are like, I can't have someone there who is like, oh yeah, that's nice. Mm-hmm. So I need someone who is highly passionate about this sort of thing. I need people who are great with customer service because once you're not, Melanie, we are all dealing with queries, questions or, you know, anything at all, complaints, you know, again, not always rainbows and stars, you know, so we are people, people's people, mm-hmm. um, you know, um, and again, someone who's curious, who is always like, I love that the girls come, so they come to work sometimes and they're like, Pat, last night I was looking at that. Look at this product. And I was like, last night, you're supposed to be resting. <laughs> and they're like, oh, no, but, you know, I meant to say that to you the other day. And, uh, and mm. I'm like, oh, that's great because I know I'm not alone. You know, it makes a huge difference. When I started, I was fully alone, myself and my baby. Who was your first employee then? And how long before, how long was the business up and running before the first person came to join you? So my first employee was and was a part time sort of situation was Laura, who became one of my best friends. So Laura is a mom and she wasn't working at the time. You know, she comes from, again, a big corporate and uh, she became a customer Mm -hmm. when we had our first storage facility was across Facebook in Grand Canal. Oh, right. It's now the sorting office, a beautiful building. I know it. Yeah. So we used to have a little building there, tiny. but that was there and uh, she lives in Marino and she she used to come to us to collect her orders just because she had the baby and she was just, you know, mm-hmm. and I was like, OK, so we became great pals, etc. And then suddenly we're growing, we're growing and um, I need help with a few markets. And she's like, I can help you. Brilliant. And I was like, are you sure? 
Oh my God. Yeah. So I trust her with literally anything. She's amazing. And then she became our first employee for the shop as well. Ah. And we opened our shop in Fox Rock Village. Yeah. And is the shop in Fox Rock Village a full-time shop? We had to close in December. They're yeah. redeveloping the building. Ah. Unfortunately, like everything, Dublin, right? Mm-hmm. They're redeveloping it. Uh, so we had to go. But then again, we have a few other You have Brent Thomas now and you've we online. Yeah. Do you think you'll open a new Reusy store? It's an interesting one. So online is easy and it's much cheaper, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but shops give you that true connection with people mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. you don't really get from the online, I think. Um, so Are there any knows? tips you'd have for people that maybe they would have originally been a bricks and mortar retailer, but because of the last two years, they've moved a little bit to online. Yeah. Is there any, anything you've learned through the two experiences yeah like um you know the shop was brilliant for us people kept saying to me you're mad to put a shop in fox rock village about sustainability and i was like no no if i can if i can make it work here that's it it's mm-hmm. I, i've made it and it worked amazingly you know we created this community i became part of the tidy towns like it's out of control oh, wow. it's amazing <laughs> no like yeah too much but amazing so I think the shop is great if you can, if you think it's a sustainable business in the sense that you will always have people coming in. It's not, you know, very specific. I mm-hmm. think that's fine if you can make it work. Now, there's nothing wrong with being a retailer. Yeah. You know, like from the get go, I never wanted Breezy to be a retailer business. I wanted us to be e-tailers mm-hmm. because... I personally adore online shopping. I think mm. it's very easy. You know, I'm busy. Everybody here is busy. You're just there. Boom, done. And, you yeah. know, take that off your list. You don't have to drive, take the bus, at the Lewis, whatever it is. It's there. So I find that very good. And I think if you can connect with your audience through being it through social media, your blog or your website, whatever it is, you know, there are so many ways to get out there mm. in front of people. Your website is excellent. No, thank uh, you. Do you spend a lot of time personally working on it? Yeah. OK, paranoid. so owner, investor invested in the website. Yeah. Very, yeah. Yeah. And you because you blog quite a lot on it. Don't I do. You? Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. And then what about social media? How does that work in your business? So I'm glad you asked because the blog is there. Because do you remember last year when Instagram went down? Yes, yes. Yeah. So that's the moment I was like, I can't rely on this thing. You know, it's amazing. And I can put a lot of stuff out there all the time. You know, a new product comes in. Yeah, boom, picture, put it up. But, um, you know, we need to have a very strong website because Mm -hmm. that's ours, right? There's no mark behind the scenes saying shut it down mm. you know mm. um, so social media is brilliant and for us it has worked amazingly when I started I was just literally like after a few weeks of giving birth wasn't look my best or feeling my best most importantly but I was like I'm just gonna do it my best friend she created the logo and she's a social media strategist back in Rio yeah and she said you have to go in front of the camera and I was like, what? I was like, no, no. In Brazil, like the girls, the influencers, they have like millions of followers, literally two million. One million is nothing, you know. And she's like, everybody's going in front of the camera. You mm. have to do it. And I was like, oh, my God, I was just given birth. Fine. So um, I started doing it. And the first videos, oh, my God, I don't mm. even know if I still have them. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just tired. And I was like talking about recycling, talking about God knows what, mm. you know. But that cre- allowed me to create this connection that is literally incredible with people. You know, people don't write to us saying, hey, Reusy. They will write, hi, Pat, which is good and bad, right? Because sometimes I'm like, just 
Well, it's good because people like to buy from people. Exactly. Yeah. I suppose, yeah, I suppose that. And also, I think in seeing you, people see somebody like themselves. Yeah. They see somebody who's maybe a mom or yeah. somebody who has Working started their person. own business yeah. or somebody who might have not got sleep last night or whatever it might be but I can remember getting great advice years ago actually when Snapchat came out and um, Rosemary Cape McCabe, mm, the journalist yeah, and the influencer I was saying oh no I couldn't possibly do it and she was going no 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 so you have to start by taking some pictures and then you get the hang of taking some pictures so you take some video and then you get the hang of taking some videos. So then you turn the camera around. Love it. And you literally go step by step by step but you have to keep progressing mm. and I think whether you love it or hate it, we, we all have to do it now. Yeah. There's no point with um, with something like that available for us. Why wouldn't you use it? That's exactly it. Yeah. Now, and that's one of the reasons why I wanted personally to educate myself because I wouldn't want to get in front of a camera, a phone, whatever it mm. is, you mm. know, and talk about something that I think it's right. You know, I wanted to have formal education to be able to talk about it feeling like I know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so to me, that was really important. But social media is amazing. Now, I am completely, you know, addicted. I don't spend a day without going in, posting something, talking about something. Yeah. And I use my personal one as well because my personal became a professional channel for me. Of course. You know, so here we are, two channels now. And tell you me, know. which is more responsive for you? Is it Facebook? Is it Instagram? We are on TikTok, but it's very, TikTok? it's, it's, a, it's pitiful. Okay. So yeah. what, what sells best for Instagram. you? Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. And do you have Shopify on your Instagram? I do. You do. Okay. Yeah. And do you think that's worth recommending to people? Oh, definitely. Like, yeah. shop, like I was just doing a talk for the Shopify customer service team last week in town and, um, oh my God, they, they're amazing. Yeah. Shopify has changed my life. Yeah. Okay. You know, what I had before, like to say was like a blog. You know, (laughs) okay, so you've gone pro with Shopify. Yeah, definitely. Um, Pat, on your email signature, there are so many awards and accolades that you've won. So congratulations on that. But tell me a little bit, because I always say when it comes around to the Business Woman of the Year Awards, Irish women, and I'm counting you as an Irish woman here, are so bad (laughs) at putting themselves forward. So how did you get over that and say, right, do you know what? I'm going for this. Yeah. Like some of the awards that you have there, I didn't put myself forward. Mm -hmm. They were by vote. So people would just send him like the recommendation, whatever you call that, right? The nomination. Um, And they just happened. So my first one was with a a magazine called Mums and Tots. Yeah. It was Top Story or something like that. Or Top Mum in Business. One of those. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I was so happy because that's one of those that, you know, you sit there and people just put your name through. Lovely. That's very convenient and easy. Very convenient. And like, there's none of that like cringe. Oh my God, I'm applying for this. You know, it's like, no, of that so it was like oh and it was lovely you know I was so happy it coincided with the opening of our shop in 2019 and I was like oh that's amazing and then shortly after we got sustainable business of the year which we've got so far every year congratulations it's unreal mm. yeah so and you know and again these sustainable business business of the year it's a panel of judges and they put whoever they think forward for the other judges to judge right so and we got that and again unreal um but equally you keep your media presence up yeah you do interviews were you nervous doing them initially i was 
yes, like like everything, anything else you haven't done before, right? Like app, like when I run customer experience, I used to do talks and go into events and everything like in here in London or whatever. But it's different because mm-hmm. I was talking about myself, right? So I was like, Jesus, will people care about this? You know, um, so I was nervous, but I got help. Um, you know, I have a lovely PR lady working with me, Fiona, mm-hmm. and um, she is amazing, helps me a lot. And we like, I try to just be honest and that this is my story. This is why I'm doing, you know, I hope you can relate to this. You know, I'm not trying to give you, again, the difficult jargons or the impossible DIY hacks yeah. that you see so many are like, this is a sustainable way of reusing your Nespresso, sorry, coffee cups, <laughs> coffee capsules. capsules. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're not going to do that, please. Yeah. So, you know, stick to real life, fuss free information. And I think you'll be grand. So. Well, that's one thing I must say, whenever I hear your, you give out tips, they're always really, really good t- tips mm. and really attainable yeah. goals or whatever. And I loved your one about, you know, if you're in an organization, you don't really need to worry about your organization. You just need to worry about your team. Isn't yeah, that right? I love that. I love Tell that. us a bit more about that. Because you're you're there. It, you could be working for an organization like the techie ones out here, right? Mm. They have six, seven, eight thousand people. How are you going to change that overnight? Mm. Very difficult, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, all of them have green teams and they're doing what they can, which is great. But um, I think if you're a manager, even if a manager of one person, doesn't matter, mm. you know, agree with that person or the team, the bigger team, whoever you are, you know, guys, in our department, this is how it's going to work. We mm. have recycling bins. You know, we're going to have a little fun competition of who, you know, the snacks we get here, like we need to find sustainable snacks or plastic free snacks. You know, whoever will, whoever wins will get like a one for all voucher or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. So it's about like impacting, creating that impact where you can. If it's your home, it's your home. If it's your children, it's your great. But then if you have a team, there's, there you go. It's a bit more that you can influence and, you know, create that positive wave. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And also, I suppose, especially in an office environment, getting rid of the single serve anything mm, single serve yeah. cutlery single serve condiments cups, like sa- all, sashes yeah all of those things yeah, they're a complete yeah. and mess, it, it might be yeah. just a, a case of like you know now the hr department we all have our little corner in the fridge and all our condiments are real size there and that's that or whatever you mm. know everybody here we can only use keep cups going forward yeah making a keep cup and giving it to them which again i don't i never advise people to give anything for free because we take it for granted what's for free yeah but you know or get them to everybody has to bring a a mug yeah i don't know you know like use what you have just make it simple make it simple and stick to it yeah yeah Yeah. brilliant um you mentor people now because i know you've Mm. had some great mentors uh, through your career but now you're mentoring as well can you tell me what it's a bit like from both sides of the Defense. I was very lucky to join Going for Growth here in Ireland, Um, you know, and Una Hagen. I love Una. And then now I am working with Bridge O'Donoghue, also former Primark and Mm -hmm. incredible lady. So both of them I've met through Going for Growth, Una then, and then Bridge now through Continuing the Momentum, which is like Going for Growth's big sister. And um, they have been nothing but incredible and very supportive and just listen and tell us, right? 
tell me what's good and bad. I mm. need to hear. And they're very honest, which I think is great in a mentor. So that has been amazing. Um, and then as a mentor myself, I'm working with Katie from Mentor Her, who is also a nominee for That's right, the Business Woman of the Year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She's in technology. And, um, you know, I think I'm, I'm on my third wave now with her. So I've had a stationary business lady. I've had a... Um, um, how do I say, a positive mindset business, mm. which is incredible. Yeah, she has a podcast and everything now. And now I'm working with someone who is into sustainability. She's trying to create a solution to single-use uh, coffee cups and fantastic yeah, containers and lots of that mm. sort of thing. So yeah. um, is, is, is the great thing about a mentor, you have somebody to bounce things off, but also maybe you put a few little goals yeah. and timelines in yeah. order? Every so session. For accountability? 100%. Every session there's homework. You know, and they know exactly what we're going to do in each session. Mm -hmm. You know, at times I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm t at times I'm playing a customer, you know, and I want to hear like, how would you approach me as a customer go? And, you know, and, and I'm like, yes, no, let's do this. Let's do that. You know, we're looking into whatever it is, a SWOT matrix, you know, your strength, your weaknesses, your opportunities, yeah. your threats. We're looking at the market. Who are your competitors and what are they doing? Why are you doing what you're doing? So every session has a goal and it's amazing, you know, to see the progress. Um, we're looking into finances, which is never a pleasant one to look into yeah. because you want to make loads of money, short period of time, but nobody can do that. So let's go into the numbers. Um, yeah, so I love it. I it love just it. keeps everyone on their toes. Yeah. yeah, and it helps me too, because some of the things that, like my mentees are talking about, I'm like, oh, yeah, no, very good idea. I was like, oh, how can I translate that into easy? Yeah. You know, um, so it is, it's a win-win, I think. Brilliant. And um, what's coming up next for Reusey for the year? Oh, my God. Okay, so next, we have a few goals this year, um, and I'll share a few. Mm -hmm. Anyways, so we are looking into our website. I wanted to turn the website into a bit more of a kind of like a guide. If you have a planet problem, let's call recycling, for example, mm -hmm. because an easy one, right? And you want to solve, I want the website to direct you in an easier way, more obvious way to the solution mm -hmm. that we offer anyways, right? So we're working on that behind the scenes and how to tweak the website to just be more straightforward, yeah. you know, by planet problem and how we solve that. That's one. Mm -hmm. um, we have a few other pop-ups lined up, as I said to you. Exciting. Very, okay. very exciting. Nationwide or Dublin? Or? Uh, we have two. Yeah, uh -huh. one is okay. not in Dublin and the other is in Dublin, but in an area that we've never been before, Ooh. which is amazing. And I get a lot of people saying, you need to come here, you need to come here. So we're going there, which is great. Um, I have a few partnerships lined up. You know, one of the things that I strongly believe in is that help is always there. Mm -hmm. Or if you know of someone, like I remember watching you even, you know, on Instagram mm -hmm. and thinking, oh, she's so cool. How do I get <laughs> to her you. one day? <laughs> and your dog. I was like, oh, I love it. He's always available. <laughs> He's always available. I can mind him. But I always thought like, you know, because I would look at you as a leader in your field and I would always think like, wow, how one day will I be able to talk to Melanie face to face? You know, and Clodagh the same. Mm. And all of the girls who work with you guys, always incredible women. And um, I believe that in Ireland, which is very different from Brazil, help is one step away. One call, one email, one Instagram DM. You know, you can get to 
people, which I is agree. crazy. Yeah, it's I crazy. agree. I think you can do anything in six months. I agree. That if you say, okay, I want to be X and say, you know, it takes you three months to work out the strategy and get in there. Mm. And then it takes you three months to prove yourself and get yeah. where you want to be. I, and it's really, really possible. But listen, yeah. I like my connections here are like initially they were all friends that I met in the Caribbean and came mm. home. And then I obviously moved here. So that was great. But like the, my girls will say, Pat, how do you know so many people? We are from here. We were born here. And I was like, well, what can I say? But because I would be going out there, I was like, can I talk to you? Mm-hmm. Can da, da, da. So for this year, we have a few partnerships lined up with people who I love and admire and been loving and admiring for years that finally will come through. And we're launching our own range of personal care products. Exciting. So I have something for you there to Thank try. Mm. But um, we have them exclusively at Brown Thomas at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and they would be going onto the website this week incredible yeah. very exciting which is great so keep an eye great so yeah this, this, these are a few of the things brilliant well a few short questions just to finish oh up yeah. um are, are you somebody who's an early bird <laughs> or are you a night owl i am a bit of both ah yeah so my routine goes like this i i that's one of the things that i owe my kids is a bit of time because as a busy mom sometimes they don't see me much but like in the morning i drop them to school i do that whole routine no negotiable fine when i come home it's emails time Mm -hmm. so that's when i would do all my emails done dusted Mm -hmm. but i it's not the time of the day for me to concentrate on strategy stuff funnily enough yeah and that's the way i was bred even from my digicel days Mm -hmm. you know i would always work after hours which is not great i know but that's habit how it works it's a habit but then do you take a break between maybe four o'clock and yeah yeah. 100 and then i'm back with them again you know doing mommy duties feeding whatever bath whatever it is when they are off to bed and my husband because we met already in that wavelength both of us like working like mad yeah you know it's not that he's like well you don't talk to me (laughs) it's like he knows because he's pretty much the same yeah you know but we do take time for each other definitely but like i would be very productive in the evening for Mm -hmm. some reason you know like the big that's when you do your writing yeah your creative exactly Ah weird okay um have you been on any interesting um sales buying trips recently or is everything online still everything's online before the pandemic i was in london for a few visits um you know but funnily enough the products that i was going after there now i've replaced them for irish i suppose oh, brilliant yeah yeah because like you can find all the personal care stuff you want in ireland mm-hmm. you know yes some of the uk brands have beautiful branding and you know the marketing they do great but like really we can just support a local business, yeah. which is hard. Don't get me wrong, because competition is fierce. Mm-hmm. And the minute we launch something in a week, three different shops will have the same thing, yeah. which yeah. is sucks a little bit. But as long as I am not the one doing that. Right. So I, I just stay on my own lane. I know where I'm going. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me, Pat, when you're preparing for a big meeting, how do you do so? You know, like the big meeting you were having with Brent Thomas or something. Yes. So that was an interesting one. Like I, I am very much someone who is like, I have nothing to lose. You know, this is my business. Nobody can fire me, really. You know, there's the cancel culture, but I don't think it will apply to sustainable. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're not Will Smith. Yeah. Sorry, God. But um, so I would study. I, I would do my research, take my notes and obviously do the regular prep. Uh-huh. Um, but I would always also remember, you know, I'm dealing with people at the end of the day. They're going home. They have their families. They have their home. They, they're going to have dinner just like me. It's not that big of a deal, you know, like I've dealt with much worse in my corporate career 
you know, uh, so going into, say, Brown Thomas, for example, was a piece of cake. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm l- dealing with incredible people, lovely. It's a lovely business, obviously. They run it so, it's incredible, incredible mm-hmm. operation, you know, and to learn from them. Like, I was more like learning than presenting in a way. Mm. So I, I just, I don't know. I think I got used to it from my corporate days, you but know. But you're lucky you have the both experiences. Yeah, that yeah. helps, that helps. And tell me, going into a supermarket now, I know Joyce's have a very special place in your mm-hmm. heart. But for us normal trolley pushers, okay? Yeah. Which supermarket chains do environmental products best, do you think? Well, you or see, have you any advice on where we should go or how we should shop? Yeah, I'll, I, of course, I'll talk about Joyce's because they've given us the space. I have spoken to other chains before. Mm-hmm. Oh, OK. And they snubbed us. Oh, no. They were like, yeah, that would be nice. Mm, so if there's anybody listening from the big ones, yeah. let me know. We can talk again. <laughs> But you, you won't let the past it was get only in the one. way of the future. No, I would not. Okay. It was only one and a big one. And I was like, interesting. Okay. Well, um, but then, you know, Joyce has embraced us obviously big time. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they wanted to work behind the scenes to me was a very good sign. Yeah. Um, but I would tend to be one. I'm not a necessarily, I would go to a supermarket to buy what I can't find in my local green grocer um, to buy what I can't find in my veggie box service delivery guys that's a great idea and uh and then at least here in dublin we have a lot of package free shops Mm -hmm. that if you can't get to them they will deliver to you yeah so you know locally so i'm talking about thomas's in fox rock village this is my local grocer i'm talking uh, about you know or green earth organics as a veg box and i'm talking about the good neighbor as uh, my good friend jess she runs it's uh, it's a package free grocery store Oh, brilliant. So these guys, they do my, my shop very well. You know, I buy like tons of pasta, mm-hmm. dry goods. I have it all. Like I don't have plastic in my pantry. You would love my pantry. Uh, all labeled. Oh, nice. It's really very mm. Pinterest looking. And um, and yeah, I have kids. So they will want a Paw Patrol yogurt yeah. or something like that from time to time. And like grand. But it's not my number one choice. And also you've probably counteracted that by having, you know, Everything plastic else, free blarder. Yeah, yes. no, completely. Yeah. Um, you were saying that you like to read and you like to, you know, sort mm. of stay abreast of things. Um, you know, where do, where do you find joy in finding information? Is it podcasts? Is it books? Have you yeah. any tips you could refer us to? Yeah. So books, I actually mentioned that to you before. There is one called The Uninhabitable Earth. Well, I said that properly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's incredible and so crushing in equal measures. Mm-hmm. But I would say people, please read because it will. it's an eye opener. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In so many ways, it celebrates our planet. But then also, you know, it puts us in a place where we're like, okay, we have to do something. Mm. There's no Mm. other way. So you close. I cried and I smiled and then I cried again. It was fantastic book. Uninhabitable Earth. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, The Responsible Company by the founders of Patagonia. Amazing businesses. uh, Amazing book as well. Yeah. Um, I love listening to podcasts and I love listening to people in sustainability. I love Ali Sheridan. She's a policymaker. She has an incredible background, used to work for IKEA. So I would listen to her quite a lot. Uh, Finula Moran on RT too. I don't know if you know her. No, I don't. She's amazing. She's fun. She's a vegan. She's all about sustainability. She's amazing on social media. So mm-hmm. her channel is fab. So I'll totally give her a follow. There you go. Um, I would read stuff like greennews.ie, businessnews.com, 
But one of the things that helped me a lot, because I don't necessarily have time to be like, okay, now I need to go there, now I need to go there. I have more Google alerts than a normal human should, <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's a bit stressful. <laughs> I know. It's like 10 p.m. My, ma- my mailbox starts. Doom, 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 all the Google alerts of that day that I want to read. Do I read them all every day? Of course not, you know, but if there's anything, like last week, there was this research by the uh, Dutch people all about, you know, plastic being found in our bloodstream. Mm. Don't, yeah, did you see that? So um, I was like, obviously all over that. So I was like, all the sustainability related, you know, articles that appeared on my inbox. I was like, I'm going to read everything. So from, depends on the week, but yeah. I find that a very good way for you to just stay abreast and, you know, uh, just stay like aware and in the known, basically. And even if it's just reading the headlines, headlines. and the subheads, at yeah. least you know what's I going do that. on. I do yeah. that a lot, you know, that eyeballing, you're like, okay, 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 fine. And if there's anything that's like screaming at me, I'm like, oh, I want to read that. Yes. But definitely, I find that very good. Brilliant. Pat, thank you so much. I'm going to leave the final word with you. And, you know, is there anyone who has given a sort of a nugget of wisdom that you've really latched on to maybe in recent times. Yes. And I think we mentioned something like that before now. But uh, Sheryl Sandberg from Meta, not Mm -hmm. Facebook anymore, right? So um, is a woman I would admire very much, you know, and she says like, you know, what would you do if you weren't afraid? And I think in Ireland, as we were saying before, help is one call away or one person away. There's no such thing as of like, you know, the six degrees of separation is 0.2 degrees of separation. Even, you know, there's people are there and the reality is people are willing to help, which is crazy. You know, I never knew that because when you work in corporate, you look at people like you, Melanie Morris, or, you know, you look at someone Mm. out there and Mm -hmm. you're like, geez, I'm never going to interact with that person, you know, hear my body language, no arms (laughs) crossed. But um, suddenly you're like, actually, you know, you need them. You're creating a new business. Let me ask for help. You Mm. know, why not? So I am I am still asking for help. You know, from time to time, I would email someone cold or cold call someone say, hey, this is Pat from Reusey. Where? Okay, well, Reusey, are you Zedai? You know, and then I explain what we're doing. And it's like, okay, I'm busy now, but can I call you? Do you want to call me in the morning or whatever it is? And invariably, something will happen. Yeah. You know, so was I afraid setting up Reusey? Oh, my God. You know, I was like, I'm, I will potentially look like a fool if this thing doesn't work. Plus, I will have spent a lot of money, you know, creating a brand, a website, buying products and whatnot. But I've tried, you know, I would like to to have on my little list of to do before I die saying she tried to have her own business check. You know, she tried this and that she did it. And that's that. I know I did it. So and it's five years later and it's still growing. So I think you're doing something. And I'm still afraid, but I'm still doing. (laughs) Well, that's reassuring to know, because I think everybody feels that they're the only person feeling a little bit nervous. That's it. Well, listen, Pat, thank you so much for being with us thank today. Thank you. Thank you very much. Again, massive thanks to Pat for joining me today. I think there was plenty of food for thought on how we can all make our lives, our businesses and our homes a little bit more sustainable without really sweating the hard stuff too much. Thanks to Tall Tale Studios and to the team at Image, Sophie Parris, Simone Kennedy and Bill O'Sullivan for their help in producing today's podcast. Thanks to our sponsors, One Nutrition. More details on which can be found on our hub at image.ie forward slash work rest slay. 
Incidentally, that's also where you'll find previous episodes of this podcast, as well as on all your usual platforms. And again, we'd be so grateful if you'd subscribe, rate and or comment on what you've enjoyed. Have a great month and we'll be back soon with another episode. Thank you.